Hi, I'm Mark Lalonde. This week on Meatheads, we'll be talking about a superhero fantasy draft, the COVID effect on fitness routines, and things that are pissing us off. Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once more to Meatheads. My name is Mark Lalonde. I'm here, as always, with my man, Gunawage's fitness guru, the CEO of Total Fitness, Derek DeLille. Derek, how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? Great. Good, uh, good. Great. It's uh, it's really nice to be back in the studio with you. I, uh, this is one of my favorite hours of my work week. So let's get started without any further ado. So we had a really fun discussion before the pod started about where to put things and sort of what we want to, uh, how we want to arrange the podcast. But basically, I think we touched on the idea that COVID has really upset a lot of people's fitness routines. Three years almost, 28 months, two and a half years of COVID, gyms closing, gyms opening, fitness routines getting disrupted, momentum stopping. What's been the effect that you've seen on the average exerciser? I, I think what I've noticed is a lot of people, it takes them a long time to get into a fitness program and to not have it at their, at their disposal for three years, it's it's a lot harder for them to get back into it. And it, sometimes it seems like a lot of people just kind of fell off the wagon. You know, they're not really watching what they eat anymore. Like for me, if, if you're not working out, sometimes you're like, I'm not going to watch what you eat either. And it goes hand in hand, right? Sometimes I, I don't know many people that would eat very healthy and, and not be able to work out at the same time. You know, that's the ideal thing to do. But a lot of people don't, myself included, if I couldn't work out for a few weeks on end, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll just go easy on my nutrition. doesn't matter. That's just my mentality sometimes. So, you know, recently we, uh, I came across some of my old members, you know, and uh, a lot of them are trying to get back into the gym. Um, they're trying to get back on, you know. In some sort of routine. Just, yeah, some routine yeah. To, to get back in the gym and work out. And they're having such a hard time. And sometimes I wish I could look at them and try to help every single one of them. And you know, they got to get their mindset there first before the, Hey, I'm coming to work out. You know, it's slowly coming back, but I, I think it did a lot of mental damage, which causes overeating, binge eating. And, and I saw a lot of people this past weekend and they kind of like, didn't look at me kind of like, Oh no, I don't want them to see me like this, which right. is not really, you know, it's, it's, it's not it's a, healthy not a feeling. positive, healthy no. feeling. And, and that's, I think that's important. Um, we were having a really fun discussion before about a fitness influencer who, encourages people to be fitness leaders and to be, you know, make fitness a thing that everybody can do. And it, it shouldn't just belong to the hyper fit and to those who have been doing it forever and ever. But to your point, I have noticed the same thing. A lot of my clients have gotten out of their routines. They didn't, they saw exercise as something that was a requirement. I'm not quite the same way. I'm a little bit more obsessive. I have to lift every day or else I don't really sleep well. It's just part of my makeup as a person. But at the same time, I would say that the people who are between, you know, on the intensity scale, I'm like a nine and a half out of 10. I would say the people who are between a one and a six on the intensity scale are having the, the worst time re- 
taking their getting back into good habits and making fitness a part of their actual routine. Has that been something you've seen as well? Yeah, for sure. And and for the people on that on that end of the spectrum, when they end up going to the gym, sometimes I think they feel self confident or self um, conscious conscious yeah. of themselves. Uh, people are going to be watching them, and sometimes. Like we were talking about before with this whole social media, some people like to look at those new people and make fun of them and, and and shame them for what they're doing in the gym or not doing in the gym. And people need to realize they're there trying to make a difference instead of taking pictures and making fun of them and posting on social media for everybody to see, go up and help them and say, hey, this is how you do it. Why don't you join me? Show them something, right? If we're leaders, we should show. Well, and I agree with you to a certain extent, and we'll touch on that a little bit later. I've uh, had some pretty negative experiences recently in different gyms, and it's, it's it, you know, breaches of etiquette, things that you probably shouldn't do, faux pas, but, you know, the, we'll, 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 uh, we'll attack that in things that pissing, the things that are <laughs> pissing us off this week a little bit later on in the show. But before we go any further, you know, I guess it's probably as good a time as any to remind people that, hey, summer's here. It's a nice time, you know, with, with, you know, it's warm all the time, shorts and t-shirt weather. Why not get down to the gym once, twice a week and see how your body responds to it? Because it isn't just how you look. It goes a lot more towards how you feel. Oh, definitely. Like even, even when, when uh, regular members take time off, their bodies aren't changing. It's their mentality. It's like, I feel soft. I feel this. I feel weak. I don't feel energetic. And nothing's going to change in a week or two, really. You know, it's all in the head. So when people are absent from the gym for such a long time, and, you know, this is what causes a lot of problems for some people. Right. And so, I mean, I, I, I've been inside your facility. It's a very welcoming facility. I would encourage anyone out there who maybe has some trepidation, maybe has some concerns, maybe has questions, go see Derek at Total Fitness. And I promise you'll find yourself in a welcoming, you know, encouraging, compassionate atmosphere. I know that's been my experience every time I've worked out there. So, um, you know, running a great facility speaks for itself. So, you know, I, it's worth a look if you haven't been in the gym in a while. So speaking of in the gym and goals, this week we decided to do a really fun fantasy draft because Thor Love and Thunder just came out in theaters and as a tribute to Thor... We came up with a fantasy draft of our top five superhero powers or traits that we would like to have as people. So, as always, I'm going to give Derek the floor and let him start and give him the first choice. We're starting from five, going to one. Derek, you're up. Okay, I think I have to choose Batman. I find he's, you know, he he's smart. Right. He does have... You know, he has the the, need, the the money, I guess, to get the equipment that he needs to become the superhero that he is. Right. And he's a, he's a fighter. He, right. He doesn't have superpowers like some of them do, but he's there fighting and he's doing the best that he can with what he has. Except his intelligence, which a lot of people yes. would argue he's the greatest detective in comics history. So, I mean, taking Batman's intelligence is actually a pretty good one and knocking that off the board uh, makes me have to scratch one off mine. So, I will move on to my next choice that would have been one of mine right off the bat so i'm going with one of my absolute favorite superheroes when i was young i didn't quite understand what made this guy so special i thought he's just a guy with a shield so what is so cool about friggin captain america well courage and integrity are real things and 
He's never sort of wavered on either of those two things. So my selection at number five is Captain America's courage and his integrity, just because I don't think there's anyone better at being a good person in the history of the world <laughs> than Captain America. True. So number four, you're up. That would have to go to Iron Man. He's in the same category as Batman, in my opinion. He's smart. He's intelligent. He's confident. He's a little bit of a slickster. But again, he has what he uses what he has to get the job done without right. much superpowers. Like, yeah, his his outfit or his uh I wouldn't say a, a costume. His yeah, his, suit. his suit has powers, you know. Yeah. So he uses those that to to fight crime. So his ability to engineer those suits. So you're going with brains again. again All right. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I really do. But I'm going with brawn now. You went with brains twice, and I respect that. I do. But I, this is still a podcast largely about muscles. And so uh, I'm going with the Incredible Hulk's strength because the Incredible Hulk and I are on very similar wavelengths. I'm often described as fiery with gusts to angry. And uh, when the Hulk loses his shit, as he is prone to do, and starts smashing things, I feel his pain. <laughs> I really feel his pain. So I'm going with the Hulk's super strength, even though he lost to Thanos in a one-on-one. -on -one. I still don't I still don't get it. Pretty sure it's because Thanos had the gem. But uh, I'm going with the Incredible Hulk's strength and, uh, I mean, aggressiveness and strength that gets more powerful the angrier he gets, which is why I really appreciate him. See, that's, that's a good choice because he's a two-in-one. He's got the smarts when he's calm and yep. at ease, and when you need it, he takes out his firepower. Well, that's it. That's it. But that's, that's the, the trait of his that I want is, is the, the, the strength-anger combination. All right. Well, one of my all-time favorites is, of course, Superman. Yeah. You know, he's your, I always call him the apple pie and ice cream eating guy. Doesn't do any harm. Doesn't do anything bad. And he uses everything he has at his disposal. He's got quick speed. He's got strength. He's got laser visions. He's got pretty much everything in, in one. Well, I mean, and he's great. He's every eight-year-old's favorite superhero. But like, I, I mean, I outgrew the guy with the underpants on the outside of his pants. <laughs> I still wear them. A long time ago. <laughs> uh, and so I, whilst I appreciate... Um, whilst I appreciate um, the the Superman and all that he brings to the table, my third choice of a superpower that I would like to have is um, I'm going to go actually on the other side of the gender coin now, and I want Captain Marvel's power of flight. Okay, so powered by I believe it was I was something that blew up in her face. I want to say it was Infinity Gem, where she you know, ate the power of an infinity gem, giving her the power of flight and the power to generate energy blasts from her hands and such. But uh, Captain Marvel is pure and simple, pretty badass. So I, I would take her power of flight that also allows me to uh, fly right through giant ships and destroy them. All right. And now I have to choose another female. How about Wonder Woman? You know, she's what, from the 50s? You know, she's got uh, uh, determination. She's She's breaking the mold of women in general. And she can make you sit there, tie a rope around you and make you tell the truth. Fun fact about Wonder Woman, back in the 50s and 60s, she was drawn as a true Amazon, like seven feet tall compared to men and, you know, 
quite broad shouldered. If you go back to the sixties and fifties, you can, like I, I've seen an animated uh, DC animated feature where she was featured and she was that tall and that broad. And I was like, Holy crap. So the, the character of wonder woman in and of herself has, has changed quite a bit over the years. I am a fan of its current iteration. I just remember when I was growing up, they had a wonder woman TV show, right? And she flew an invisible plane and could deflect bullets with her bracelets. That was the extent of her superpowers. Now, the reality is Wonder Woman can fly with or without a friggin' invisible plane. Thank you very much. Wonder Woman is almost as strong as Superman and can do a lot of the things Superman can do. So for her to have been so shortchanged by Hollywood for so long is still something that that rot sits in and, and really sort of eats at me. Okay, so... So you, 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 so the, the truth lasso is your, is the superpower <laughs> then? Is that, that's the one you're going I, with? No, I think it's just her overall determination and rising above. So, okay. So her, her character and leadership ability. I like that. I like yeah, that. I just like the whole tying up. You like the whole, yeah, I, 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 I figured that's awesome. Let's not, let's not explore that any further. Are we good with that? Okay. So one of my, since we're going back to childhood, my number four choice of things that I could have is I am going to just because I love this superhero so much and he's the favorite of every other eight-year-old out there and it's Spider-Man. I wanted, I would like to have Spider-Man's ability to ride around on webs, lower himself as accordingly and, and grab stuff and tie people up with webs. So effectively the spider web shooting ability that Spider-Man has, I would like to have that. That That's my number four choice. Fight me. Deadpool. His ooh, character ooh, is good one. Yeah, Deadpool, he's your typical guy. He's got his his uh witty comebacks, his 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 faults. He has he's rude, but you knock him down, he keeps coming back. You know, he's a he's a fighter. All right, all right. So my number five choice of traits that I would like to have in my superhero fantasy draft will be now that we're exploring this idea of in vulnerability, I would, I want Wolverine's healing power. So Wolverine has the ability to immediately heal his body from any wound, giving him incredible long age. Not sure I'd want that one, but I'm a big fan of his ability to regenerate body parts. I think that's super cool. And uh, frankly, the other day when my hands started swelling up and not working real well, I said, you know, it'd be great healing factor right now. That would be great. So that's my number five choice in my fantasy draft. All right. So going to X-Men, I think Xavier. Like Xavier? Yeah. Yeah. Be able yeah, to read minds. Exactly. Read minds. Uh, know what other people are thinking. Make the That's move a good before one. they move. Again, he doesn't have the brawn, but right. again, I'm going for brains. This, this, well, uh, you got all kinds of brawn already. What do you yeah. need? You, what do you need with more brawn? You got, you got brains all the brains. control the brawn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's fantastic. I, you've given me a lot of food for thought there for our very next fantasy draft. Um, it, it makes me really, really nostalgic for days when Netflix was new and interesting and summer streaming options were a lot greater than they are now. So our summer Netflix viewing guide, Derek, what are you watching? Uh, the one I've just recently watched was, uh, I think it's called, um, the girl in the picture. You think it's called the girl uh, in the I picture? Believe, I usually just go through shows and I click on it. Okay. And I think it's called the girl in the picture. 
And see, I'm not into series as much because I like to have that that climax, I like the 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 action, and then the resolution of the show. I can't get into series as much as I don't know. Maybe my 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 better hash likes to go into series all the time. Like I need the ending. I need the ending, mm-hmm. and I, I can't power watch too often. So I like to put on a, a good a good kind of uh, like a science like a like a thriller, a cop thriller type movie. So that's that's the type of. Uh, that's yeah. like the last one I, I Netflix just has got a lot of those. Um, I don't want to call them garbage, but garbage cop thriller movies mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you see Gerard Butler acting all sweaty and alcoholic, and it's it's pretty comforting on a summer night. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, I have been watching Stranger Things for oh, yes. Stranger Things for my god, just one of the best things I've I can remember seeing in a long time. Mm-hmm. Now if you, you have to have some time to invest because there's nine episodes in the season and all of them are over an hour long. But as you say, it's, it's an issue. Stranger Things is an issue because there doesn't seem to be an ending. Even though the season ends, there's always a cliffhanger and something new and some other thing happening down the road. And I'm like, can we just wrap this up? Mm-hmm. Can we just put an ending on this that, that will emotionally satisfy me? And so... That's why I would I gravitate towards movies as well, but Stranger Things is just too good. See, I have I I don't think I watch fully all the first three seasons. My son, I'd watch it with him once in a while, but then this time he's a dad, you got to watch season four, mm-hmm. and I was hooked. That was one of the shows I watched back to back. I think the last one was maybe two hours. Was yeah. that right? Yeah, was it two yeah, hours? Yeah. yeah, two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, and I just sat there in bed watching and watching. I'm like, I can't believe this is it, and it's over. No, it can't be over. You know. Can't be over. So, so you do you have thoughts on the on on the cliffhanger, which we won't get into, yeah, but just I'm not quite sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. my I, my my son is uh, he's like, Dad, there's gonna be another one. I'm like, I, oh, I don't there know. will be another one. I'm just disappointed that it has to that they can't put an end on this narrative mm-hmm. first. I'm like, yeah, this was a story unto itself. Wrap this up, then move on to the next thing. I just hope we don't have to wait two years. Oh God, so long. <laughs> that was bad. So bad. Yeah. And I remember the early days of the pandemic. I'm like, you know, it'd be great. A fourth season of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And, and then the pandemic ended and then we got it. Yeah. Now, so, well, the pandemic four, ended. <laughs> the season four had nothing to do with the rest of the seasons? Or do, do I need it, to watch that to understand? You don't necessarily need to watch season three to understand season four. Okay, it's, I, if you know the characters, great. Then you'll, then, then it's... Then a hundred percent. All right, bring on season yeah, five. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm dying to watch season five. I just again, I hope it's not another two years before it comes out. Mm. Did you hear the one about the king who was only twelve inches tall? Nope. Well, he was a terrible king, but he was a great ruler. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I apologize for that. Um, so we like to divide this into segments. One of our favorite segments on our on our show, week month in month out, week in week out, I guess you can even say, is things that are pissing us off this week. Because Derek, there doesn't seem to be any shortage of things that piss us off. One doesn't matter when we record this. One of us always comes in with something that has irritated the crap out of us this week. Derek, what do you got? You know, uh, when you have a lot of downtime, you know, these social media things pop up and it's about workout people. And now I remember when we were here one time, you asked me about what it's like when what do I feel when somebody's recording and somebody walks in front of them and Mm -hmm. they get all upset? I've never really seen that until recently. A guy was kind of making fun of a video of that happening. I'm like, if you're in a public gym, you know, a big gym, a big gym and you got a camera that's, you know, like 10 feet away from you and 
there's like a machine in front of you and there is bound to happen where someone's going to walk by, you know, they're not with a photo bombing on purpose. It's just, it's a, it's a public, public place and they get offended and they get mad or, or some of these ones, they record themselves working out in like sexy clothes, let's say, I can, you know, and somebody looks at them and then they'll, they'll, what are you looking at? Why are you looking at me like this? You know, and then they'll post that up. And they're recording that just to get that reaction. And they put that up online. So I start commenting on it. I'm like, what's the point of that? You know, I really don't miss working in a, in a public gym. I love the private, you know, classes and there's none of that going on. And I don't have to see any of that stuff. Cause I don't know how mm -hmm. I'd react. You know, mm -hmm. I, I might just get annoyed and walk away or walk out. I'm like, what is this? Right. You know, I went to a public gym once and I just saw people doing stuff and I'm just like, wow, like cameras everywhere. What happened to working out? There's like cameras, there's tripods, tripods yeah. and holding it up so they can see them work out. Like I understand certain things you want to check your form on, but. No, no, they're recording everything. Yeah. They record everything. Yeah. Even the wink at the camera, you know, <laughs> just, I don't know. I was in, um, I'm consulting with a chain gym that runs gyms all across Canada. And the other day I was in one of their facilities working out, doing a thing. And, uh, some behavior that upsets me above all else is people taking up space in the gym. They don't need to take up. So the young gentleman was doing a cycle of dumbbell curls. Perfect. Great. I said to myself, this kid's working hard. He's in there going, you know, he's taking the tens, doing 15. Then he puts them right down, goes to the 15 pounders. I'm like, fabulous. This young gentleman instead of placing the dumbbells on the floor in front of him, was kind enough to leave them in order uh, on a bench next to him, a bench he was not using to work out, a bench that was not doing anything but caddying dumbbells when he was standing right in front of the dumbbell rack. I cannot stand people using their bench, the benches for dumbbell caddies. It's and especially in a space that is limited. You know, it was rush hour. There were people everywhere in the gym between, you know, it was between, uh, for those who aren't in the know, by the way, there are three rush hours in most of these gyms, 7 to 10, 12 to 1.30, and then again, 4.30 to 7. This was during the midday rush, and he had weights everywhere. And I saw this older couple in their 30s uh, looking for a space to use, and they, would like, they wanted to use his bench, and he wouldn't move his dumbbells. And I thought... Well, this is the craziest, most, most insane shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Why do your dumbbells need a place to sit? That was, that was at one gym. And then another gym is the gym I work out at, where I personally do my workouts on my own. I, I'm not affiliated with, any, with that gym at all in any way, shape, or form, other than that's where I lift. So I'm in there the other day, and I'm working out, and I walk up to a, a pulley that is empty, and I undo the clip, and I change another clip, change its position, and start working. About 10 seconds in, somebody comes up to me and says, oh, I was using that. And then my answer typically is always when this happens, clearly you weren't because when I walked up, it was available and open and I started using it. So given that I'm using it now, no, you weren't using it. I am. I'm happy to share with you, but you have to wait until I'm done. This kills me. This kills me. I cannot abide by someone walking around a gym and, you know, they're like, oh, I was using that piece of equipment. I'm like, I could line up a bench press and a bent over row and, and two pulley cables and, and just and a leg press and say, wow, yeah, I was using those. 
Like, yeah. I'm circuiting here. You don't get in my way. Don't share my space. It's a shared yeah, space. Put your towel there. Put your yeah, uh, put my, my there, phone down. Mm-hmm. Put, you know, maybe uh, some papers somewhere or, or uh, you know, my bag. Like, like is this all new? Because I remember back in the day, we always used to joke around about don't crawl in squat rack because a Cause squat rack is for squatting. Squat rack is for squatting. But now it just seems like it's way over the top. Now, it's not even about the curling the squat rack anymore. It's about hogging all the equipment for everybody and and not having respect for anybody. I, I remember like the, the gym you're talking about, I used to go there for the longest time and there was always respect. I remember people saying, hey, can I jump in with you? Of course you can. Hey, do you need a spot with that weight? If it looks heavy, I'm like, oh yeah, sure, thank you. Now it seems like everybody's there for themselves. You know, and sometimes people don't realize we're all fitness people. Doesn't matter what level, what size, what shape or form you're in, you're all there for the common reason help each other out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I agree. Sound- it's, it, it, it should be a community yeah. and not the opposite. That's something. Part of me wants say. to blame headphones. Mm. Headphones put people in their own world and, and I'm guilty of it because I have them on all the time as well uh, when they're in the gym, but there's, there's gotta be a little bit more sharing. And I don't know mm. if it's COVID <laughs> and people are less used to being around other people, but it, it's a legitimate concern. It's mm. a legitimate concern, and my hope is that I don't have to deal with it for another month. Derek, it's been a pleasure, as always. This has been Meatheads. Derek, thank you very much for thank joining you. us. Uh, my name is Mark Lalonde. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Meatheads, and please, please check out our other podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or Google, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out the front page, profiles, and the beating table. views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DWSA and its employees.